Hi, this is Alyssa, the host for Women's Journey in Tap podcast. Today, my guest is Shinta. I hope you enjoyed the episode. So, why don't we start with you explaining a little bit of your background? Like, all right. Um, well, uh, my background is computer science. Um, I have a uh, a degree from University of Texas at, at Austin in computer science. Um, and um, I've been in the industry working as a software engineer for uh, coming up 30 years, 30 years now. And uh, my uh, specialization is primarily on backend um, backend API work. So yeah, it's it's uh, a short background. <laughs> um, why did you choose your spec? Why did you choose your specialization? Um, it. it it kind of grew on me. It wasn't uh, something that that um, when I graduated from from college, it wasn't something like, oh, I want to do this. Um, it, it sort of progressively grew on me. Um, just the, the kind of opportunities that I was presented when I graduated is isolated, uh, is concentrated more on the uh, API and uh, backend, and I really liked it. I I, I tried other areas uh, in the in the industry, but I, I really like the backend uh, work more. So I just continued to do that. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. What made you gravitate towards computer science, like as a general field? Um, it was. So, so the first time ever that I got exposed to programming was in high school. Mm -hmm. um, but at that time, I, I really liked it. I gravitated towards it. But at that time, it was more of a, uh, a camaraderie between my, my friends because there's like a group of my close friends uh, stayed after school and then just kind of like, uh, for fun doing a little programming here and there and so I enjoy programming but I enjoyed more being with my friends <laughs> it wasn't until in college I uh, enrolled as a business major in my first year of college in Oklahoma State University and in the second semester I took a management information science class which is essentially the computer class for business major and I really liked it. I mentioned to my brother that, well, I really like this management information science. I wonder if I should pursue more on that side. And my brother was the one who encouraged me, well, if you really like that, you should try to apply to University of Texas, which has a good computer science program. So I went ahead and yes, I, I think that this is uh, the field that I really want to study in. And so um, went ahead and transferred to UT Austin and, and the rest is history. I, I uh, studied it and I liked it. So, yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna pull up my list of questions. <laughs> um, 
So uh, my next question is, uh, what attracted, actually I probably should ask, what was your first job, first of all? Yeah, so my first job out of college was with a company called uh, Cooperative Computing, uh, CCI, and they do basically uh, uh, software for car parts store. A anything that any car parts stores need uh, for their computers, um, this company provides uh, the software for. So things like the point of sale software, like if someone buys a wiper for their car or buys, um, I don't know, um, the screen protector, uh, the screen shield uh, for their car. Um, and this, the, the store will have to kind of enter it in their, in their point of sale, in their computer that this item was purchased. So, so this company provides the point of sale uh, program, the inventory program, um, uh, everything that, that the uh, car uh, parts company uh, would need, uh, we provide that. And my team is responsible for developing the communication protocol. So like if uh, a car store has multiple location, if a, a, if a part is not available in location A and they wanna know if the part is available on location B, um, the software is able to communicate between the stores and check the inventory. And maybe that the salesperson at location A will then be able to suggest to the customer, oh, hey, there is a this part at the other location. Would you like would you like to go there and purchase it, or would you like uh, me to order it from that that location and ship it here and that kind of stuff? And so my my team was responsible for developing a communication layer between between multiple stores to check for inventories, and that involves uh, programming in at that time C. <laughs> C is the programming language. Uh, and then it developed into, uh, we moved to C++. And I stayed in that company for about five years. Yeah. Why did you end up choosing, or well, why did you end up choosing that first job in, in the company? Um, it was, um, I, I talked to the manager that is hiring. I talked to the team member that is hiring, mm -hmm. uh, that 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 is that needs this position filled, and it seems like they are uh, reasonable people. They are uh, supportive of someone new that is that is uh, just fresh out of graduate, uh, out of uh, college, mm -hmm. uh, no experience, not much experience whatsoever. Um, they are supportive in in mentoring and and letting letting new person grow. And so that was one of the biggest reason I chose. Yeah, I chose the company. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Um, another question I thought of was: Was it hard for you to program in C? And then was it hard for you to transition from C to C plus uh, plus? The transition from C to C plus plus was really hard uh, for me. Um, 
I think the language was not, um, the language is very powerful. C++ is very powerful. Yeah. And so you have to be really careful and you have to be really diligent not to shoot yourself in the foot <laughs> because, because the language is really powerful and there's a lot of misuse. Um, and so that was, that was really hard for me. I see. Um, from that, from C++, I switched to Java in, in the next job. And that was so much better. I mean, it's, it's easier to switch to. Yeah, Java is an easier language to learn, I think, too. Yes, definitely. Yes. So it seems like it wasn't difficult for you to uh, code in C in the beginning. No, it's it's not. I I um, it it requires a lot of um, careful um, management of memory. I think that was the biggest issue with C. That Java Java really makes it a lot easier for for people. Um, it wasn't difficult at that time. I didn't feel like it was difficult at that time. If I had to go back to program and see if I probably struggled. <laughs> yeah. Yes, he has a reputation for being a really hard language to learn. So I wish he's good. Yeah. Um, Compared to the now available languages that, that are uh, more developed and maintained, uh, it would be really hard to go to, go to see. Yeah. Um, so, Actually, hold on, let me think of my next question. Um, was, it, uh, was it difficult of like working in the team? Like, did you have any issues within the team for, in your first job? In my first job? Um, I don't recall any big, um, big issue it's main it's mainly like basically i had no experience so i had to rely a lot on the coaching and mentoring of the existing engineers in the team who are more senior than me so i i don't think i don't think i felt a big challenge uh working in the team uh, as you recall one of the reason that I selected this job was that I felt like the people in the team was very welcoming, was very supportive. And so, yeah, I, I could not recall, that was, that was a long time ago, but I could not recall challenge, big challenges working in the yeah. team. That's good. Yeah. Did you face any in your professional career? Challenges? Or like, yeah, or like team issues. Oh, team issues. Um, there, there are always team issues. <laughs> uh, I'll just pick. I'll just pick the current team because that's more. That's more. That's most reason, and I remember it well. Mm -hmm. The current team when I joined the team, they are really, really young. So I'm, I'm now in the position where I, I have more experience. I'm more senior. Um, but the team that I joined in, aside from the manager and the, um, uh, the, the, the technical, uh, the uh, project manager, I suppose. Um, the rest of the team, the engineers themselves 
were uh, are really junior. Uh, we have um, a couple of uh, ladies engineers who uh, had not even graduated college. It's part of their college program. Um, they had to, to spend some time working in our team uh, as part of their graduation uh, plan. Oh, um, and we have one, one lady engineer who, who was fresh out of graduate. She just graduated. And so the, the team is really young, uh, has not had a lot of experience. And so a lot of the best practices of software development, things that people recommend that uh, all software developers do uh, are not being followed. So that, that was the biggest issue uh, that I had with this team. And so as, as the senior engineer, engineer I, am, I, am, I, I feel compelled that I had to show examples of some of the best practices uh, in the yeah. team. Yeah. Uh, and it, oh. it, 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 does, uh, it does takes time, these things, because I can't just tell them, oh, you have to do number one, two, three, four, five, when you're uh, developing a feature. I can't, I can't just do that. If I just tell them you have to do one, two, three, four, five, they're not going to be very receptive of that. My, my approach is I'll show them, this is what I would do when I'm developing a feature. I do these, that, that number one, two, three, four, five. And with a, a lot of examples of these, hopefully they would follow. So, yeah. Did you learn um, anything in your first job from like leadership wise that you apply to your current job? Um, did I learn anything from the leadership? Um, I, I, I think what really brought with me was the um, was the attitude, the welcoming attitude, um, the, um, the openness to help each other, uh, because if your team members uh, uh, are successful, then your team is successful. Um, and so that, that is what I carried forward uh, all throughout my career, is that I'm, I, I want to help my team member to be successful. Uh, that way my team will be successful. We are, we are a team. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, how do you think you developed your leadership style? Like, did you do it through your multiple jobs or did you do it because that's just the way you learn like yourself? I, I think it just comes with time and experience. Uh, my, my philosophy is I, I, as a technical leader i don't want to come in from the top and dictate things mm -hmm. i want to come in from the bottom build the team together i want to show them this is how i do things and hopefully that's a successful way of achieving the team's goal um, and hopefully the team the team will be built around those values mm -hmm. then then the whole team would would hopefully follow and and would be successful in, in that. And so that that's my style, and that that just comes from 
you know, many experiences of, of being in many teams. Um, and some, somewhere along the way, I work with managers and leadership that, that uh, exemplified those styles. And so, yeah, I kind of learned from my past. Yeah, that's something to mess with. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what made you feel ready to? become well I guess you don't I guess it's kind of like a natural like step up uh, from career-wise but like what made you feel ready to become a technical leader uh what makes me ready what makes you feel ready like what makes me feel ready I I am never ready to be a tech no <laughs> no <laughs> um uh, I I think that being a leader was never ever my goal being a leader by itself is not my goal. Uh, being a leader is a tool to achieve a different goal. Mm -hmm. And those are the goals that, that I'm, I'm finding or I'm, I'm uh, uh, striving for. So, so being a leader was, not, was never my focus. It's what, what I want to do with the team what problems I want to fix. When I come into the team, I usually look at what are the problems that the team is having. And then that would be my goal to go fix. Um, and, and then from there, if being a leader makes my job easier, makes, makes it easier for me to fix the issue, then sure, that's fine. But it was never my focus. My focus is to fix a particular set of problems in a team. And then um, related to my last question, what's your what's your ideal working environment in the team? Like what and ideally, what would you want to have happen? Um, the ideal environment is I have a mixture of junior engineers that that um that we can mentor to grow um but also not just junior engineers but i have a counterpart senior engineers that i can bounce ideas with um that that i can run a particular design or a particular implementation or we can we can argue we can have a different opinion they can challenge my idea that 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 would be that would be great because it gives me a different ways of thinking thinking so maybe they have a different perspective of thinking about the problem so it's a combination of uh, some senior engineers that could be my counterparts my partners and some engineer uh, junior engineers that we can grow into into uh, a more mature engineers um but most important of all my ideal team is that everyone is passionate passionate about what they do because if it without that then it becomes harder to to motivate people to to uh, uh to grow okay um the the technology field is really competitive and uh dominated by men uh so how do you handle uh, the challenges being a woman in the field. To be honest with you, this is not. I I didn't feel 
that this is now a male-only dominated field. Mm -hmm. uh, Expedia, I'm very lucky, Expedia is very, very passionate about inclusion. Very, very passionate. They have several programs, several um, uh, discussions, meetings, and, and uh, town halls, all uh, trying to highlight it's it's uh, trying to highlight inclusions essentially, yeah. uh, and it's not just women versus men. It's inclusions in in many areas too. Let me tell you that in my team, there are uh, the three six women engineers. Th these are engineers, engineers who who write code. Mm -hmm. um, Let's see. Actually, no, no male engineers right now. We had three, and they they moved, they moved to a different company, or or they moved to a different team. So now it's primarily six women engineers. That's great. It's like all women team. Yeah, uh, all women team. My manager is is a male. My tech uh, a project manager is is uh, uh, a male. But the rest of us is women engineers. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, so uh, I didn't feel it as much in Expedia because 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 of the culture of the company. Yeah, that's really good. Um, there's also a reputation that tech is like really hard to learn, and like it's like I mean not tech, but like coding is really hard to learn. Mm -hmm. so what what advice would you give for like a very like 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 a beginner just starting who was like intimidated by like all the information about coding that's out there. Um, let's see what advice. Um, well, uh, my, my advice would be to, to find the passion. Mm -hmm. I mean, what, what, what is it that you're passionate about? And, and from there, if you have the passion, then you can uh, you can uh, learn all all kinds of all kinds of programming language that you need to learn in order to do your job. But you have to first have the passion, and the passion doesn't need to be a particular technology. It it um, um, it could be you know your your passionate about traveling around the world and, and, and learning about all different culture. So you work for a travel company like Expedia and, and somewhere along the, lay, the way, uh, your passion drives your, your, uh, uh, your, uh, drives your, your need to, to learn, your energy to learn. Maybe I need to learn a, a, a JavaScript code so that I can help make the Expedia website uh, work better for a traveler like me. Uh, so that, that, that is an example. Um, first, find your passion. That would be my advice. Um, and passion is really hard to find actually. Yeah. And some people, some people don't find it. I didn't find it until second semester of college. Um, my daughter didn't find it until senior year of high school. And so, so uh, for a lot of people, the passion is uh, comes later or is discovered later, which is okay. Just take your time, explore as much as you can, um, 
all the different fields, all, all the different um, uh, uh, experiences in life, uh, explore those and then hopefully someday, uh, you know, you'll find your passion and then you can, you can use that passion to go, to go drive yourself to learning technology and, and, you know, programming languages or anything like that. I see. Yeah. And then regarding passion, how do you motivate your team if they're struggling on or if they're blocked on a particular part of like the code? That is hard. Um, the, I don't know the answer to that. And, and which is why I'm not a manager <laughs> <laughs> because I think a manager needs to be able to do this. Um, a technical leader somehow needs to be able to do this too. It's by trial and error, essentially. Um, you give the, the, the team a different challenge and hopefully that will be something that they're passionate about. And if that doesn't work, then you, give, you find a different challenge for, for them and see if that would be something that they're interested in taking on. It's, it's by trial and error. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Yeah, motivation is really hard to find it. It is. And it, it, it has to it has to come from your yourself or, or the person mm -hmm. and also the things around that person. And so it's it you have to find these uh, balancing act. Yeah. Yeah. I see. Okay. And then um and what like what skill sets help you to become like an effective technical leader? Like besides um, experience? Besides experience is uh, perseverance. You, you, um, you kind of have to, um, uh, if it's important, if it's something that you need to, to achieve and it brings value to your team, then you, you need to, keep going at it, you, you don't give up. Um, yeah, perseverance is, and it's also really hard to, to, <laughs> to cultivate in people, <laughs> um, but yeah. I see, yeah, that's a good skill. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, uh, what was the most memorable moment or event that took place in your career? You probably have a lot of them. <laughs> Oh boy. Um, um, I would say the most memorable one was when I worked uh, in 2000-ish, I think 2000, at the beginning of 2002 or so. Um, I worked for a startup company uh, called Broadjump. And that was my first real experience with uh, startup from the ground. I, I was employee number 30 or 40, I think. Um, it, it, it eventually went to be like 200, 500 person company. Um, that, was, that was hard work. Um, we stayed up uh, late at night, oftentimes um, 
we would work until late at night and then come home just to shower and sleep for a few hours and then come back. Um, that was hard work, but the uh, payoff for that is that we went IPO and the, compa the company was successful. Uh, it eventually uh, uh, got acquired by a different company that make us even, even bigger. And so to think that some part of my work is, is contributing to, to that success was, was pretty memorable to me. Yeah. yeah, it was, it was hard work, but, but it was very satisfying hard work. Yeah. What do you think is the main difference between, in your experience between working at a startup and working at a large company? The focus is different. Um, in, in startup, your, um, your focus is to go to market fast. Mm -hmm. so, so you have to essentially be out there before anyone else is out there uh, because that's, that's usually how you gain uh, market share. You, you, uh, you dominate market share by going out there first. Um, with large companies, um, the focus is different. Um, in Expedia, there are parts of Expedia that still focus on, on um, going to market, <clears throat> sorry, going to market fast, um, even though we're not startup company, but like certain features and things like that, we want to introduce to, to uh, the community, to, to the travel industry fast uh, before anyone else uh, introduced introduce them. Um, but the focus, the main focus of Expedia is um, uh, scalability, performance, um, you know, th things that involves large number of traffic, large number of user base, um, um, how to improve things, how to uh, make it more efficient. So the focus, the focus is slightly different. Um, and to be honest, I enjoy, I enjoy now more on the focus of making things better. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, to actually, yeah, just to close this out because my Zoom thing's running out of time. Um, <laughs> what advice would you give to young girls interested in STEM or girls trying to get into leadership? Into technology? Into technology. Yeah. Um, again, it comes back to, I think, the passion. Find what, what it is that you care about. And if you care about uh, inclusion, then find companies, tech companies that that um, uh, that that promotes that, and then by finding your passion, you can then build your energy around around technology and learning things to make things better. That becomes a lot easier if if you're committed. Uh, if you feel like this company is invested in me, so I'm going to invest in them. And so find what it is that, 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 that you care about um, and, 
everything else you build based on that energy, based on that passion. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Well, um, thank you for coming. Sure, thank you for inviting me. Yeah, <laughs> I think I learned a lot. So it's a great conversation. Cool. How many people are you planning to talk to? Uh, oh, I'm gonna stop recording first. Yeah. <laughs>